Welcome to the Knowledge Entrepreneurs Show, where we celebrate the innovators driving change in the education industry. At Edison OS, we've worked with over 500 knowledge entrepreneurs to turn their edtech ideas into profitable businesses. Today's guest on the Knowledge Entrepreneurs Show is R.S. Raghavan, a chartered accountant with over 22 years of rich industrial experience in various finance domains such as accounting, tax planning, payroll, financing, working capital management, and strategies. He is an All India Rank holder and currently serves as the mentor and chief faculty at F.A. Hosur, where he teaches accounting and direct taxes at all levels, foundation, intermediate, and final. With this vast experience and expertise in the field, we are excited to have R.S. Raghavan on the show today to share his insights on the finance industry and education. Hi, Srinivasan. Good afternoon. Uh, thank you so much for accepting the invite uh, to be a part of this show, the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show. Thank you. And I'm too a bit excited about uh, talking to you. I'm, I'm actually, you know, excited. I'm trembling. <laughs> I know you're not trembling, sir. Uh, but I know you're trying to keep the humor. I hope I don't end up trembling. That is all. So, uh, sir, uh, before we get started with the questions and all those things, just for the sake of our listeners and even for us, since we're meeting after a long time, I'll just talk about what is the show? Uh, what is the purpose behind this so that, you know, our podcast can also be aligned with that purpose. So as the name suggests, it's the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show. It's a show dedicated to people who are in the knowledge domain, in the education domain. Um, and so far, we've had about 15 guests and all the 15 guests have been entrepreneurs in the knowledge space. Either they've been teaching something, be it sports related, be it music related, or they've been building some technology um, for the education space. And uh, we've had people who've been training uh, SAT and, uh, you know, uh, the test preps and all those things. Now, um, the reason we are doing this is, you know, there are people outside of the entrepreneurial uh, space, but who are teaching and training for other academies and, you know, who will be up and coming and who have some dreams of starting their own academy. But as much as you research about all these things on the Internet, there's only limited knowledge available. That's when we thought, you know, talking to people who are really in it, doing something, uh, just a conversation will bring out so much of insights. It, it need not have to help people chart a path for them to become an entrepreneur. It can also open their eyes and make them see that they may not be the right people to, you know, be entrepreneurs or entrepreneur thing may not be their cup of tea. It's not everybody's cup of tea at the end of the day. Uh, some people might be comfortable. Some people may not be comfortable. So that is what we're trying to bring out of this show. And the questions, we will talk about what you do at FA Osur. But mostly I'll be asking questions about the business FA Osur, how you built it. What are the challenges you face? We'll be talking about all those things. So that's what this uh, podcast is going to be about. So it will be like uh, you'll ask the question and I will have to answer. Right? It's a conversation, sir. Yes. It's yeah. going to be a conversation where you will obviously be talking the most. My uh, maximum talking pretty much ends here. Uh, here's my first question to you, sir. Uh, it's going to be a light, open-ended personal question. Uh, please feel free to, you know, share, um, go back in time as much as you want, because this is what is going to help us connect with the listeners out there. Uh, sir, uh, walk us through your journey so far. What was your childhood like growing up? What did you actually aspire to become? And how did you, uh, you know, end up being a knowledge entrepreneur by opening, by starting FA Hosur? 
Oh my God, Jack, I never knew that you are uh, such a wonderful, uh, uh, talented person. Your question is very small, but the answers have to be a bit longer. Okay. See, I'm basically, you know, uh, uh, the first son of a uh, 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 state bank clerk and a housewife. Both of them graduates. And uh, I have a lineage of teachers. My grandfathers on either side have been great teachers, great, great teachers. And um, another grandfather, or the younger one of, uh, you know, one of my maternal grandfather. Uh, uh, he was a famous writer in Tamil. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, as usual, you know, this family is one which gives a lot of importance uh, for education. And, uh, you know, they may, and we were hailing from a village. So these are some of the inputs which you should remember when I go to connect the dots, uh, you know, at the end of this answer. Uh, growing up, my dad was uh, going from place to place. Uh, you know, I almost traveled, to, traveled and lived in uh, most part of the state. Tamil Nadu, you know, uh, in Tamil Nadu, we used to have one brand of tooth powder called Gopal Kalpuri. Okay, so the advertising line those days for that uh, tooth powder will go like this. Available everywhere, India, Sri Lanka and all parts of Tamil Nadu. So like that, you know, uh, uh, being a bank manager's son, you know, I was going uh, across all the parts of Tamil Nadu. And all that helped, helped probably, I guess, now looking back, all everything uh, culminated into shaping me as an educator today. I'm uh, still not yet uh, become an entrepreneur, but I'm, uh, I'm certainly become a, uh, a teacher, <coughs> per se. But prior to that, my uh, aim was to become, uh, you know, uh, finance head of company. I, I somehow, uh, you know, in my age, when uh, you know people at my age uh, normally go, will go after finance, uh, I went after finance, and uh, uh, you know I always dreamt of uh, sitting in that top uh, top floor corner room, CFO room, and directing the uh, uh, company's affairs uh, wherever they are uh, located. Um, and in, eventually, I ended up becoming a CFO. I was a CFO in a, a few companies, one uh, Indo-Australian MNC to start with. And uh, the next one was a UK-based uh, MNC, all, all in uh, Chennai. And then I moved on to one insurance company, which is also an international player. And uh, finally, uh, I was a CFO in one of the GE verticals. <laughs> Uh, it's been fascinating uh, journey all through, and you know what? Everything culminated. And uh, you know, as a uh, finance guy, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, I never dipped into the basics of uh, accounting. So now, you know, debit what comes in, credit what goes out. That has never been the stuff for me. Uh, God uh, gave me opportunities to transform businesses. Wherever, whatever job or company I uh, uh, had, I ended up, uh, you know, making the company bigger in one sense or other. 
So uh, the company is, uh, could have been, uh, you know, suffering from zero turnover. I brought them up to 100 crores, and then uh, to, uh, three crores to 120 crores, including some small mergers and amalgamations, strategies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Apart from me being a chartered accountant with a good academic record, I also uh, studied uh, a little bit of management here and there with IAM Bangalore, ISB Hyderabad and our own uh, uh, learning center, Arriva University, France. So all these things uh, helped me to do the transformation, business transformation jobs in my, uh, wherever I've uh, taken up assignments. And finally, one day, you know, probably I was internally growing uh, beyond the official positions I've been handling. So I decided to quit and uh, uh, take up, I've decided to take upon uh, the transformation of the people around because you know, I, I was working in GE Vertical in Oso. At that time, I bumped on uh, certain uh, characters in this place, so I quit. And uh, since I had nothing to do, I started this venture because I always find that, you know, I think that I'm eligible to teach something or other to everyone, you know. so. People like me who has this uh, kind of an you know, attitude or heavy high-headedness either could land up into teaching or into politics. Fortunately, no, I took up teaching. That is great, sir. Yeah, and that's how I started this. And I live in a place which is a growing town, growing city, where there's a lot of ignorance on all accounts. Um, and so... Uh, and I'm enjoying the transformation of people here. I combine my uh, uh, the 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 authenticity, uh, you know, the what makes me think that I'm eligible to teach whatever I'm teaching. I'm teaching finance here. Comes from the fact that I'm a uh, uh, you know already a rank holder in chartered accountancy, where you know that you know even passing itself is very difficult. Yeah. And then, you know, coming from value of education, I picked it up from the uh, family lineage, the uh, who always taught uh, the importance of the education and values. And the fact that, uh, you know, we have been moving around places, uh, you know, other than cities, uh, you know, during my dad's days, helped me to create an empathy towards uh, the people whom I had around. Like I said in the beginning, all these things help me culminate into uh, this role of uh, being a transformator of, uh, you know, tier two or tier three city people. Got it. Got it, Srinivasan. Definitely, I think um, being an educator uh, gives you that opportunity to also influence people, and uh, through that, you know, there is a scope for transformating uh, people as well, and uh, which you keep, you know which you rightly mentioned. But um, you said that, you know, you were in GE Electricals uh, before you started uh, FA Hosur. And um, you said you had nothing to do. Therefore, you started uh, FA Hosur. You could have either become a, you know, either you could have gone into public service uh, or you could have started teaching and you chose teaching. But uh, can you please, you know... Uh... No, uh, just a small correction. Either into teaching or into politics. 
Because politics, public, politics, public uh, service I'm already doing. Okay, fine. Politics, yeah. I just, uh, I think loosely interchanged both those words. You, so, probably you wanted to be a diplomatic to say, uh, you know, to put, set your defenses right. <laughs> okay, sir, sure. So, uh, sir, um, I'd like you to deep dive a little bit more into, you know, you could have done a lot of things. You certainly seem to have identified two things and you chose teaching. But was there anything else that you contemplated and why teaching? Did you have some teaching experience before? Did you teach uh, part-time or anything? How did you choose teaching? No, like every married man, you know, I, I was suffering from, uh, you know, ability to talk to people but no listener. So I thought, you know, I had to make, make good of uh, this kind of lapse in my life. But, you know, I basically love children. Okay. And especially those children who are not aware of things, um, you know, and who are scared of success, succeeding, so, uh, who who has all the, you know, people wish to uh, win, be a winner and everything, but right. uh, scared of being so complacency at all. I somehow like, uh, you know, to be a cleanser of such things. Uh, you know, uh, every time I step into, incidentally, you know, I'm running a trust which uh, helps, uh, you know, which uh, through which I'm supporting about 150 government schools at middle levels in, in and around uh, Hosur. So uh, uh, they all identify. I don't know them by face or I don't know them by name, etc. But when the moment I step into a school to do some service or other, they will always cheer up and welcome and they will surround me uh, and uh, keep saying my uh, favorite uh, you know, tagline, I love you, sir. I don't know. See, uh, probably, you know, I got that uh, confidence from uh, such kids that I can also teach. Uh, that's, a, that's a passion point. But then what what do, what do uh, what am I eligible to teach? You know, of course, I have a big record, uh, both qualification and experience-wise. So I chose to teach finance. Okay. Got it. Um, so, uh, you said, you know, uh, you had this experience with kids where you run a trust and you met them and then, you know, there was that experience as well, but, uh, from what you, uh, what you shared so far, am I correct if I say that money wasn't a criteria for you? It is, right? it is, even now I've not seen money, I've not earned money, but I enjoy doing what I'm doing. Okay, uh, so what I meant was um, when you when you quit your corporate world, your corporate experience, at that point in time, uh, you didn't have to, you know, you weren't looking to start a business to earn a living. No, was, no, right? No. Yeah, you could you could have you could have you could have. I mean, I'm sure you would have earned enough to kind of relax and you know um, spend the rest of your life. Am I correct if I say that? Uh, I, I would like to, you know, have that kind of a decent background, but anyway, the fact is not that. I've earned in crores, I've lost them. Okay. So now I'm in, in the process of rebuilding. I have no shame in uh, openly saying that. But then, you know, that uh, saying like that also gives me a feeling that, you know, I, I have a commitment to keep chasing it. Right. But the biggest change is that in the process of me earning money, I'm not compromising on anything, so I'm not telling lies, but I'm taking up a responsibility for the entire generation. At least one generation I will be contributing to and, uh, you know, earn my living. 
that gives me a great, a great satisfaction. That's a change of thought after post my uh, corporate world. I must be honest enough to say that in order to, uh, you know, I've been uh, getting offered from many companies for the CFO post, but somehow or other it, it was not uh, going through the last leg. And uh, I understood that, you know, I had something else, God has, uh, you know, uh, planned something else for me. And this uh, moment I, uh, I spotted the uh, connecting point between my passion and profession, uh, everything started clicking. Today, you know, I have run TV shows. Uh, almost all the schools and colleges know me. And uh, I would have talked at least talking to about one lakh uh, around that uh, number of students. And they all see me as, uh, you know, like, you know, even if they have some uh, problems, fears, and need not necessarily to do anything with finance, but anything, for any reason, they come to me. But there are some times, you know, uh, you know, I must tell you this interesting thing also, you know, uh, uh, it was in the early days of my academy startup. One father and uh, one son took an appointment with me through one of my common friends here. They visited me, the, uh, you know, the son was a seventh standard son. And I was thinking that, you know, like any new startup businessman, uh, seeing a customer in every face, I come across. So I thought this boy must be my new customer. So I was in, uh, speaking like a typical salesman, you know, like you guys have in teacherism. So, <laughs> uh, and then at that point of time, I, I never realized that the boy is my cl uh, client, but he was too small, too young. Right. And in the new course, the father said, uh, I asked the father, okay, we were talked enough. You know, what do you want? Where's your son? Do you want him to put in CA? Yeah, he is the son. I thought, you know, he's too small. What is he doing? He's currently in seventh. For seventh, seventh standard, it is too early, but let him, uh, you know, uh, keep playing. CA is a bit serious. I, can, I will take him out of five years. That's the right thing. No, I mean, that itself will show that I'm uh, not that good a businessman at all. Not being able to see some money through that boy. But, uh, you know, the father said, what are you saying, sir? Uh, uh, you want to teach, I want to put him into CA only, you know. Yeah, yeah, I am doing CA all the stuff, right? But then it's too early. No, no. At his age, I uh, learned cooking, you know. What is it, God? I was confused and then said, what, what do you mean cooking? Uh, CA and 7th standard. At that time, the father, uh, the father said, he said, oh, come on, sir. I know CA means catering. That's why. <laughs> You know, the, oh God, okay. You know, how do I take it? You know, is it an insult on me or uh, insult on that fellow? Or, you know, he comes from, he, he's a filthy rich guy, okay. by the way, you know. Uh, and that is the level of ignorance I really took pity uh, right. on, on, on him. So uh, that was a start fine. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's the thing uh, that drives me and I have not uh, started any center or any such initiative, the same initiative that I'm doing right. in, in uh, Chennai or Bombay or something like that, right. where I could have easily made money. I've stuck to this place and uh, so far, so far I think uh, officially I've trained about 500 students in the last okay. eight years. 
and I have produced all India rank holders and I have placed them also, placed some of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, that has helped transforming some people. Great, sir. In the process. I didn't, I didn't mean to be rude when I asked you, you know, whether you were set for your life when you quit G Electricals. It was just to establish, you know, where were you when you started? Because a lot of people who are aspiring to do something like what you're doing might be listening. And, you know, um, I want them to know, okay, you know, this person has exactly gone through this and that is the situation from where he started because a lot of people might be in the same situation as what you were a few years back. And, you know, it gives them a confidence or, you know, it gives them that hope that, yeah, it can be done. Even if you do not have any money, you can start from scratch and, you know, you can go on to build stuff. So that's the reason I just wanted to ask. And, I'm uh, you know, thank you so much for being very uh, transparent about what your situation was. And another uh, thing that that's, uh, you know, uh, that can save me from any income tax uh, <laughs> visits. So you said uh, you, you did not have, uh, you know, any... Uh, yeah, uh, this is the thing, right? Uh, what fascinated me was, okay, here's a person who's not, uh, you know, quit his job with a, with a bulk of savings, with a fat savings, and then, you know, who started. What fascinated me was, you know, you need to do something, right? You're still not there where you can, you know, relax and, you know, kind of spend the rest of your life. At the same time, you know, you just want to do things not from a business point of view. You also want to serve. So I saw that, you know, you've kind of combined you also need to make money at the same time you also want to serve people and you know you have a goal that you want to kind of achieve so both of these things to know that you've been doing that for eight years is amazing but i'm not going to jump directly into it and ask you how you did that i'm going to like going to go back eight years when you say eight years i think you started fa osur in 2015 am i correct sir? 2015 december 2015 yeah can you start off from 2015 december like what was fao so like at that point in time compared to now and what is the journey from 2015 to 2023 been like see 2015 as i said the scenario was uh, you know there, there was a little bit of awareness amongst the students uh, about doing ca and all that they know uh, was that the ca is something very difficult you cannot get through and the people were in a conservative mode that uh, since you know you always need to have a backup uh, doing a degree course and uh, this is a place where i found that uh, you know the, the mindset of the parents were oriented towards getting their daughters married after 12th if they don't uh, you know uh, there are so many criticisms for me in this part of this uh, country working on uh, you know cleansing the society like you know don't do this early marriage and you know, send your uh, girl children to uh, schools, all that stuff. Right. Um, so, uh, this was a scenario, and uh, I never had any uh, statistics with me, you know, uh, with a big business plan, all the stuff. I uh, just jumped, uh, believing only my heart, you know, and also the fact that I had to do something and I had nothing else to, to do other than this. Right. Um, so, hardly about uh, 10 admissions from class 12 was into uh, CA Foundation. CA Foundation is an exam which is at the entry level for which only the class 12 pass out are eligible. So, I need to, my business is to uh, work on uh, those children right, okay, right from uh, their first year or second year of higher secondary education. 
and uh, you know such was the output only about 10% there are about uh, 3000 to 4000 students you know doing uh, studying commerce uh, and out of which you know 10 only people are going and that too they had to go somewhere in either to chennai or to bangalore to study ca okay such was the thing and uh, out of this 10 at least 9 would have been from the background of rich uh, you know businessman kind of right but but certainly i would not attribute any lineage of the you know uh, uh, children no uh, family background of uh, you know learned people all this stuff. They, no it was not so everything was odd i think it is providential that i did not see look at the numbers as i normally used to look at uh, as cfo for before i clear any projects in uh, the business um in the first year i admitted about 100 uh, students in the first year itself okay and uh, uh, you know i went to uh, went to school after school and motivated the student kids there and told them about how easy it could be to do ca some were enticed and all that I had to do is to you know, uh, go through about five, uh, one or two batches to show them the result that it is actually possible by them. Right. And uh, it started like that. And 2015 onwards, you know, on an average, I'm, I'm, I'm covering about, uh, except that Corona periods in, uh, inside. I always uh, had an average admission of 100 students per, per annum. Okay, that is a that is something ten times. So this also had I I ended up not only inspiring uh, the students but also some of uh, uh, a few more others who after seeing me okay they also gained confidence and started some uh, training centers. Great. Uh, the the point is that they called me and took my uh, blessings to start their uh, training centers. So I'm very happy that I've been a source of inspiration for, for, uh, for on, uh, you know, all around people or all kind of people around me. Got it, sir. Great. So you said, um, you know, only 10 people started off for CA Foundation and then you said you admitted 100 students the first year. Yeah. Uh, so you said 10 and 100. Am, am I missing something here? No, uh, I, I'm only missing more than 100. So, you know, the, the point is that they did not know about this fact. Okay, One, and then, you know, after you went to schools and when, once you created awareness, you got more, you know, 90-odd people. Uh, got it. Correct. See, I also did one more thing that I presented more to the girl children. Normally, you know, the, the trend is, uh, you know, when it comes to plus one, plus two, or maybe, you know, it is a trend uh, even higher up, uh, higher education also. Right. Girls, girls were the majority. And I mean, uh, girls were uh, mostly after studies. Right. But the boys were mostly after the girls. <laughs> So, and the point is that, uh, you know, in a place like Hosur, uh, girls were not allowed to study beyond 12 because, no, especially CA, because they had to either travel to Chennai or Bangalore, you know, which the families were finding out uh, a bit uh, difficult. Okay. Since I pitched and I presented my center in Hosur, uh, most of them, most of my students, 90% of my students are girls only. 
So I think that is providential where I am already working out beyond this FA. I am working for the cause of development of women here and this helped me. So there is a, you know, the, the God I think has made me combine all my profession, passion, etc. to one. God, it's so great. Sir, uh, when you started off um, your uh, academy, FA Hosur, how much money was needed for you to start up? What was the capital that you were looking at? No, actually, no. The, in terms of fixed capital, I had I, I wanted about uh, five to six lakhs for the facility deposits, uh, for the rented premises, etc. And for the uh, running capital, I had to give uh, uh, salary to the faculties. But I must uh, say that I got a good landlord, uh, you know, who helped me with this. And then, uh, you know, I had set up uh, uh, facilities like, you know, the computers. Some of the some of the equipments uh, were actually gifted to me by my relatives, who's great, who who wanted me to you know come up fast for uh, my, being my well wishers. Computers I set up. No, the 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 another strategy is apart from picking up the girls, focusing on the girls. Right. The other the other strategy I, I said is that I will give them entire thing that they would see in a center in Bangalore or in Chennai. Chennai. So it is very easy to start off with, uh, you know, okay, these are guys, any uh, in anyway rustic guys that you know, I can um, afford to put some plastic chair and uh, you know hire a school uh, for their classes use blackboard all that stuff no i hired a projector a smart board um, you know completely set up a new uh, uh, classroom facility and then uh, i hired only you have to under underscore that word only chartered accountants and other similar professions to come and teach kupsami and munsami here and i must thank all those uh, CAs and other professionals who never, you know, somehow they trusted and they, uh, you know, uh, aligned with my principle not to do any discrimination, to serve without any discrimination to anybody. So we, we all combined. The, the, the forces, universe sent to me all these things. And, uh, you know, I, I had a big pantry and a coffee day vending machine where uh, Mr. Kupsami will go, sir. Glass, rumba tired and sour cup, coffee at Chidwarasan, which he could not have imagined anywhere else. Right. So I gave the entire thing dust. And similarly for the teachers, I motivated them. I have about 20 uh, to 30 teachers. All of them are professionals or doctorates. Or, uh, you know, one of my uh, uh, teachers uh, at that time was a professor. He's a doctorate in costing. Was a professor in uh, Melbourne University. Wow. Okay. Right. And now eventually he has moved to take over uh, some position in IAM in India. So I gave them the best. I picked up this value from this man whom I have, uh, you know, at the back of uh, my seat. He is my uncle and my first employer and my role model. Wow. Who, who taught me, who has yearned, uh, who is yearning in crores and also uh, gifting in crores. 
So together, you know, uh, you know, I picked up this not to wait for money to serve people or not to discriminate people when I do the service and always go for the best when you have, when you know that something is the best. Well, do, do not even compromise on the quality. So uh, everybody follows this principle. They won't compromise on quality, but they will do that only when they have to get something. Now, I did the reverse thing. So when I have to give something, I always ensure the best quality things available to them. Right. This is another USP. So uh, the, the people who had uh, you know, some awareness of the things, how a typical class will do, who could be, uh, how could I uh, uh, think, get uh, effect, how could I rate effect, whether they are capable of delivering this and the, uh, that, all the stuff. No? If the, the moment they walk into my facility, First thing they will come into my pantry would be. Yeah. Right. So in a way I'm reaching uh, you know people's heart through their stomachs. Yeah. No, sir, I was gonna talk about it. Very interesting point that you made about having a pantry because um, I think once the basic needs of a human being are taken care of, I think automatically we will move on to the next steps right uh, say for example one of the things is in 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 empty stomach or when you're hungry you really can't do much and probably uh, in a area where you know a topic like ca which will be very intense you know such small things might go a long way uh, which i think you're already experiencing and this could be a amazing insight uh, to people who are listening you know if they're having a center because um, when you talk about quality, right, um, quality of teaching is one thing and quality of infrastructure is another thing which can be easily forgotten or discounted saying that, you know, all those things doesn't matter. They'll be wrongly looked at as flash and bling and all those things. But I think having a very nice infrastructure, um, you know, with facilities like what you said, you know, having a pantry is actually... Um, quite useful and it's not just fancy stuff or not flashy stuff i think that's the that's the important thing from here but you said you had a faculty of 20 to 30 teachers uh, was this the strength when you started off the first year itself you had 20 to 30 uh... no i had about six or seven at that time they are not there all those who were there with me were not there now got it and uh, you took up the role purely from an administrator point of view when you started FAO Sur or you were also part of uh, the teaching services? I have to be the teacher, one of the teachers, but you no, know, I cannot be doing all the subjects. You know, people should not come and say, oh, out of uh, eight papers I need to write, uh, you can only teach only one paper, something like that. Then, you know, they will go to a place where they will have everything under one umbrella. So I, that is why, you know, I, I, uh, I started something like a Shankar's movie, grand, uh, you know, thing. Instead, uh, a, a typical uh, startup businessman would always start up, uh, in a small way and then enhance it as it, as he goes along. I did the ultra. I, I never wanted to keep my uh, children or clients waiting. So I gave them about, I when I started, I had uh, two classrooms and a big, huge uh, library and about 20 systems uh, and uh, least line computer uh, lab yeah and and a projector and uh, you know uh, straight away in the first, second month or third month itself i started uh, uh, this this um, 
you know, internet teaching. You know, my most of my teachers were from Chennai, Bombay, uh, or uh, like I said, Australia. Right. So they will come through Skype or something. At that time, Google Meet, Zoom, and all that lot there. Right. So I started off. So uh, I, I brought the best and I gave the best available. So therefore, uh, probably, you know, I think uh, I have uh, appealed to them. No. Now, when uh, when they say, oh, oh it's Raghavan, then they're sure of the standard. Right. Right. Amazing, sir. I mean, in 2015, December is when you started. So 2016 itself, you had uh, online teaching that was happening, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. Um, sir, uh, another question. Uh, curious. Uh, you know, you are in Hosur. And uh, even in places like Bangalore or metro cities, language is an issue. The medium of communication is largely English. Um, and uh, for a subject like CA, uh, I'm sure you also use English as a medium of communication, correct? For your yes. students? Yes. Um, was that like, I mean, was that easy? Uh, was there any gap to start off with? Oh, yes, yes. See, uh, yeah. For a person to be successful in this part of the world and with the product or service I'm handling, one has to be uh, the biggest challenge is to be, uh, and I, I will have to show them the research. If uh, you know already people are coming in only in 20s and 30s and 40s, etc., and uh, I show them the result of one or two or seven, which itself is about 10 percent, it's very good average in terms of you know when I compare to the national average, national average has always been about 20 to 29 percent. Now, uh, you know, I've been hitting uh, at least one batch every time to be, uh, I, I've even like touched 100% result in one batch okay. in, one, in one of these eight years. You know, I've always been way ahead of the national average. Okay, but that's only an indicator that's that, you know, deplorable one. Anyway, uh, you know, if one has to be so successful, then I will have to have a uh, I would like to show the research, but I could not. The reason is English. Mm. Yeah, uh, whatever so-called model people are uh, you know boasting about have spoiled, eroded not only the, our own mother tongue but also English. Now we are, I, as I see in the field, now uh, nobody knows any language perfect. And you know the recent studies as they they shared in the newspapers. Tamilians are very worst in the, uh, you know, uh, in terms of proficiency in, the, uh, in Tamil. Okay. Okay, it's a government study, I think. Okay. Uh, something like that. You know, uh, um, I discovered it after a few batches only, uh, when I was handling a class for uh, graduates. Okay. You know, it was at the, at the next level, CMA, uh, and intermediate. Uh, when I discovered that something could be wrong, so I told them, okay, I took up a newspaper, uh, that day's newspaper, where, uh, you know, Karnanadi was alive and he has made, made a statement that uh, uh, Stalin is his successor, okay. So the headline went like this, MK says Stalin is his successor, that's all. I uh, asked one of the graduates who was doing intermediate CMA, to translate it in Tamil. Okay. Okay. So the correct answer would be, I don't want to test you, I must have tell. Correct answer could be, or sorry, would be, 
கருணாநிதி என்னுடைய வாரிசு என்று ஸ்டாலின் அவர்களை சொன்னார் வெற்றிக்கு காரணமாக ஸ்டாலின் அவர்களை சொன்னார் இங்கிலீஷ் டீச்சர் so motivator come english trainer and i paid only for those six children for uh, about six months i paid her about a lakh wow only to improve i said okay come let me take whatever it takes right right and uh, i finally saw that uh, uh, i think three of them have made it they they have become professionals now in that batch great so what happened is i took up a big uh, queue from there so i changed a tweak my uh, teaching process here so every time the student comes in they will go through he, he will go through a personal assessment right. just to find out what are his strengths uh, you know how does he understand a thing uh, right. by seeing or by writing or by whatever and that will give a plan of uh, coaching to the teacher and then Uh, we will also come to know about his english or tamil whatever uh, the uh, telugu most of them are telugu or kannada here um, and uh, they will be uh, every time uh, the class starts before that they will have to go through meditation and uh, pranayama exercises wow okay and uh, you know morning session classes and then afternoon uh, lunch with me and after lunch uh, after quite some time a yoga teacher will come and teach them some uh, basics of yoga which doesn't disturb them much at this for at that time of okay. the day and uh, you know the evening classes will be over and evening classes after that periodically a psychologist will come and uh, you know assess them nobody like me is expected to do this yeah the parents or the teachers no one really you know uh, they they won't even care if i don't do this yes this is something which are uh, extra my life taking okay so what happens even though if i had to wait or i do some children in the process some students in the process i am satisfied that i've done a good job i have given the best to the children and the day will come or a point of time will come they will be happy about it right got it so great so you said uh, you know uh, the english uh, training when you realized that you know english was a big problem it went on for 6 months right uh, now this happened uh, simultaneously while you were teaching your subjects as well yeah this was taught for how many hours a day see what happened i, I had to go through the finish that batch so i had engaged an english teacher for them for 6 months okay. afterwards you know the uh, teachers who normally teaches other subjects they will have to push them to push the students through daily newspaper readings and right. uh, we made them uh, you know uh, read the newspapers and then present the current affairs every day there will be a session newsroom session right that they will have to do and then we uh, inserted this uh, presentation process in the education so every weekend students will have to pick up some topics and uh, present it so it is not like a typical classroom where the lecturer will come and give you some give some lecture and you may take some notes and then get away 
Right. So they will be able to speak about what they have uh, studied, what they have been taught. So that will help me understand their comprehension. The second one is their uh, writing ability, which is very important to pass the CA examination. And then their communication. So, you know, um, I, I develop my students holistically. I, I give them some, uh, you know, all-round uh, learning. And on top of that, you know, in all my personal social projects, they will be given some roles. So they will also know, you know, how whatever they are studying now could be of use to the society. Got it. Sir, uh, the teacher you hired, right, for six months. Um, so you made them, you, you know, you made the teacher teach all of your uh, children who had come to the center uh, from that experience you had with that six people. Yeah. Uh, you know, you started something called as personal assessment where you used to assess them, you know, how much of language they could pick up in communication, all those things. So once you started doing the personal assessment, uh, how many students coming in needed English? Was it majority? Yeah. It was majority. And uh, the... Even, even though, even they come from a very good family background, or even if they've been taught in a CBSE school for 12 years, I find them uh, lacking in English. Why do you think so, sir? Why, where, where do you think the problem is? Uh, I don't want to become the enemies of the school student teachers. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. Let me, you know, rephrase the question like this. Um, how do you think this uh, can be addressed going forward? You know, how can English also uh, be made an important skill so that when kids graduate 12th standard, they come out good uh, even, you know, as communicators uh, in English? See, one is language issue. The other one is the, uh, the uh, aptitude, attitude issue. Okay. I am uh, addressing at the micro level, I am addressing uh, both by you know, giving them some exercises and then uh, give them a big space to interact with, where interaction without their knowledge would be compulsory for them. Right. right. So they have to interact with them. And then I made it a point that they will have to uh, talk and write and read in English only. So that way. The, uh, the other thing, at the, if you uh, think, uh, if you ask me, at the macro level, you know, we need to strengthen. I find uh, the need to re strengthen the uh, education system or practice up to the 12th level. Right. Sir, I think, um, uh, and uh, do you think this problem is only in Tamil Nadu or is this all over India, the language problem of English? I have no big exposure uh, uh, through FA about other uh, states. Okay. But uh, based on my interactions, you know, for sure I can tell uh, you know about Karnataka. Karnataka, Karnataka, except the core Bangalore students, where you know, uh, I don't think the situation is any different. Any different? Except, except the Bangalore. Uh, but in other states, you know, through the online classes which I had here and there. Taken uh -huh. for the North Sky, North Sky students, uh, I, 
at least uh, you know i don't think that i'm i've uh, come across enough people to make a statement but right. my experience was that it is uh, the same it is the same it is the same okay you pointed out bangalore and you said the problem is not as much in bangalore no that's uh, would you would you say the same for all metros uh, would you say the problem is not there in chennai yeah my experience shows yeah when uh, in metros I, i think at least in chennai and bangalore i don't think that uh, that problem is there the other the third one hmm. the third one is um, which is common even for bangalore or even for uh, uh, chennai chennai is i told you that i have interacted with almost a lack of students in this last 8 years right the apart from language and attitude problem the third problem is the uh, lack of knowledge on current affairs hmm i must share with you you know because you tend to be serious you know for quite some time now last 5 10 minutes <laughs> So I must tell you one experience where I went there. It was around the time when uh, Modi brought up this GST. So the uh, one of the colleges hired me uh, uh, to present to the third-year uh, BCom students about GST. Okay. So since uh, you know at that time GST was a child, uh, and I I didn't have to have uh, do more hard work. So I said okay, readily jumped into it. and i started saying uh, you know i wanted to build up you know it was an audience of uh, about uh, 500 600 students and i wanted to build up the tempo and i asked them now i am going to ask you uh, a very tough question i am not sure whether you will be able to answer me correctly but then you know what is something like that right everybody was uh, you know i i could gather everybody's attention the whole hall was in thin drops and it's and then i asked who is the prime minister of india you know i had to ask this because i wanted to say that narendra modi our prime minister blah 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 right immediately you no know, so many voices rose up so many hands were raised and said sir i will say sir i will say sir i will say sir then i picked up one third year uh, bcom and uh, asked her, okay you tell me and before she could open all her open her mouth all her friends joined her and shouted at me sonia gandhi okay and then the heads of the teachers uh, sitting there were down were down okay you know what some of these people knew that you know uh, manmohan singh also was not the actual prime minister <laughs> yeah you see the current affairs nobody knows who is the union finance minister of india right no one and uh, i visited one place called pochamballi uh, to talk to uh, the students there pochamballi is the place it's where it's in andhra pradesh right no 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 it is tamil nadu tamil nadu where this ola factory is there okay So I I asked the same question, expecting the same reply, but then these were uh, children of twelve plus two students, okay, and they answered me, uh, Stalin. Okay, Prime Minister, I, uh, Prime Minister of India, and then uh, the child sitting next to that uh, that girl who answered me, Stalin, uh, just rubbed her off and said, "No, no, dear, 
Stalin is the Prime Minister of Tamil Nadu. He is asking the Prime Minister of India. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know, you can afford to joke at, uh, laugh at it and then go, Jack. Uh, but then I have taken up their costs. No, right? I mean. So, <laughs> I will have to do a pilot. No, no, no. You know, <laughs> I don't want this. I just, you know, uh, I, I, I just wanted to give you an idea about the depth yeah. of the problem cause I have yeah. taken up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sir, you said, you know, current affairs is one problem, but current affairs also is tied back to the language, right? Uh, of course, I'm not saying that there are no media uh, houses in Tamil and all those things in regional languages. We've got newspapers, we've got social media channels and everything. Uh, but probably if they have to... Okay, it may not tie back to English, but then even in social media, I think what people are inclined to go and see happens to be mostly entertainment. And probably not um, stuff that is related to education or anything that is useful. Which brings me to another important problem that every knowledge entrepreneur today is facing, especially online. Uh, I'd like to, you know, get your thoughts on it. Yours is at least, you know, sir, it's a very serious topic. Students come with proper... Uh, okay, okay, let us look at it like this. There are two ways that you can run your course. You can either have students come to the classroom, do live sessions... And then, you know, little bit as supplement, you can create recorded courses and give it to them. But on the other hand, there are companies that want to scale up and they are doing this whole business from a self-paced course point of view only. There are no live interactions. There's only recorded videos. Now, in recorded videos, the there is something called a course completion rate. People come, they pay money, they buy the recorded courses. That is all. The engagement between the company and the student finishes there. I mean, not literally, the company will still host the courses for them in the platform and everything. The students will have to go and see. But the course completion rate is very, very less. bad. You know, it's very less. less. Do you think, see, self-paced courses is never going to work? Is that what how you see it? Or do you think there could be a solution to this problem? No, I think, you know, I borrow some of the experts uh, from IAM Bangalore uh, whose interviews in the YouTube and other TV channels have come across. Okay. Then I feel that somehow the traditional way of you know going to the schools up to uh, plus one plus two and then joining a uh, college for three year degree is going to change. Okay. In fact, uh, I don't want to quote that person. Uh, he said that uh, you know university all the stuff is going to rule uh, lose their relevance in due course. Okay. Then I I related this to the fact that uh, there is a software company here. Uh, which is uh, whose market cap is about market value is about 25,000 crores. Uh, you know, they had a strategy in hiring their software engineers. They never went to colleges and hired any BEs, uh, uh, BTECs, etc. But they uh, they picked up a whole lot of uh, plus two students. Gave you talk about Zoho? You want me to name it? <laughs> we can, sir. I mean, okay, fine, I fine. I'm not sure that, about that. That's why I said. But okay. you know the uh, the idea of uh, Zoho, I liked it. Right, right. You know what? And uh, you know, uh, what a transformation uh, uh, yeah. the company has given to the lives of so many people. And yeah. where where was the colleges and degrees there? Yeah. So that gave me a, a kind of confidence because you know I've been telling all my about my plight into you know transforming the lives of the people, Bhutanians or any other villages here. I deliberately right. have tied up myself to the tattoo or tattoo. 
So I will have to start from them. Uh, I will have to teach not only the finance subject, but also the attitude, the the language, language, and uh, you know, with the personality, the general knowledge, all the stuff. You know, uh, uh, that is why it gives me immense happiness that I, when I produced one of my uh, students, I said, already a rank holder. And after that, you know, he, uh, he, took, uh, he went a step further in CA education where he was asked to make a presentation right. uh, uh, in front of in Velour, somewhere uh, in front of so many auditors, etc. And the man picked up and then he talked like a, uh, you know, an experienced speaker. Right. And that teacher uh, called me and uh, appreciated me. So that gave me a lot of confidence. You know, he's from a place called Krishnagiri. Yes. Krishnagiri is about 100 kilometers from Bangalore. Yes. Um, right. Sir, uh, before we move on uh, to talk more about FA Hosur, uh, given that we touched upon English, I'd like you to, you know, uh, uh, share uh, something that will, you know, uh, do you think, you know, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer that English, even though it's not a knowledge, but it's a tool to communicate. It is the medium of communication. That is, it, it's a language that connects people. But still, there seems to be a lot of ignorance around picking up the language seriously from the school. Um, uh, now, I'm not asking you to, you know, address the students here at all. But I think I've not, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are doing it, but I've not come across anybody who's teaching a professional course who's taken up the challenge of teaching people English also, because without English, how, how are they going to go and clear the CA exam? Does CA exam also come in regional languages, sir? Only in Hindi. Only in Hindi. Then what about the rest of the, you know, people? So English is a must for them, right? So uh, anybody, uh, you know, who's listening to this, who are teaching uh, subjects related to CA and uh, non-Hindi speakers, to non-Hindi speakers, uh, please, uh, you know, uh, share a few words as to why they need to start uh, including English also, uh, a subject that they, they should teach, just like the way you did. No, actually, uh, I, I must also say that I have a lot of, you know, I've seen a lot of YouTubers uh, doing this, you know, English, Telugu, English, Tamil, etc. In fact, we are going to come up with uh, some products like that. Bilingual. Bilingual. Great. Then eventually, Eventually, although I talk to them, you know, I, I will have to say, when I come, income tax park of program. So I will have to have English there only. Now, uh, uh, you know, I, it will not be a good idea for me to say that now I'm in Drake, After uh, listening to me, Varumanavari, if he goes back to uh, goes to the textbook and say, you know, or he has to go and attend, present a case in the court and all, etc. It won't take him any beyond or far. So, the, the, it has to be bilingual. It has to be bilingual. Bilingual. Uh, at least, if not totally English. If not totally English. Okay, it has to be bilingual. And at least, if not the, uh, you know, if not the uh, English that is needed to communicate, at least the English that is needed uh, to clear the subject, uh, you know, the vocabulary that is needed around finance has to be mastered by the students at least. That's a must. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Right. 
Um, okay, sir. Great. Uh, moving ahead, um, you know, we started off uh, as to how you started off uh, FAO sort of the capital of six lakhs, and then that was a fixed uh, capital that you needed for your deposit and uh, for all the infrastructure that you've put together. And then, you know, you also had a running capital uh, that you had to utilize to pay off your staff members. And when you started off, it was just six to seven faculty members. And now you are uh, sitting at about 20 to 30. Uh, what are the subjects that you started off teaching? And uh, is it the same now? Or have you included a lot of other subjects as well uh, as part of what FAO so teaches? So when, I, when I started, it was, uh, I, I started for CA Foundation and CA Intermediate, both in okay. the best. Okay. And my first batch was for CA Intermediate. Okay. And, uh, you know, my first student attended my class on the first day and then ran away. <laughs> okay. So, you know, everything was odd. I then remembered the story of Raja. He is a master now, but on his date of first recording, at the moment, uh, ready one, two, three, start, you know, the power went off. Okay. So, all these stories, you know, I kept reading. And that gave me a feeling, okay, don't worry about this runaway person, you will still get. I, uh, one, one bad guy, uh, guy ran away and there were so many good guys who came and then who had law, all the trust in me and they listened to me and then I was eventually produced this. Yeah. Uh, so it was for the CA uh, foundation and CA foundation, the preliminary and the foundation. Intermediate. intermediate. Yeah. And uh, of course, you know, there are a variety of subjects. I have even taught uh, the CA final people. Of course, you know, it cannot be so regular. Final people can be done on a uh, uh, on-demand basis. Right. The meaning is that I have said, that, like I said, I, I entered the uh, business like a uh, film, you know, with all the grandeur it, uh, it could have. Right. And slowly we added the uh, other professional courses like CMA, CS, uh, all those are Indians, right. Indian professional courses. And then uh, we built the language learning and the physical latitude, etc. as a part of teaching only. So all these people, whoever comes to study here, will uh, go through this. That is okay. one. After that, you know, I'm also into uh, teaching uh, the higher secondary support, plus one and plus two commerce education. And then I also have a cell uh, which will help you uh, giving career counseling. It is not only with respect to finance, but anybody can do this. Okay, but certainly not Catherine. Uh, <laughs> like that, and then uh, I've added international courses also in my basket. ACCA, CI, CIMA, CMA. Uh, CMA means US. US CMA, US CPA also. CPA I've got touched. CMA I have to okay. do that. CMA also directly we are not doing, but we are aligned to experts because I feel that I will have to go, uh, uh, you know, I will have to take some time before jumping right. into it. So I, I didn't want, I wanted my, uh, you know, Hosurians to get introduced to this. Right. Uh, that there are certain courses. I've already transformed one person you know, to CMA. Okay, who's doing USCM? Yeah, USCM. Well, I, I have uh, one uh, a dozen CMA students here from here. Okay. If you see their profiles, uh, they are all uh, sons of hawkers. 
village hawkers, banana vendors. Okay. Yeah, they are doing. Great, sir. So, to answer your question, uh, you know, uh, I started out with CA, CMA, etc., but then I've added plus one plus two support, degree support, postgraduate support. My dream is only, you know, uh, I'm imagining a tagline of uh, for my FA. It it should go like this from plus one to PhD. Right. Anything that's related to finance finance and accounting. So, FA stands for finance and accounting. Finance Academy. Simple. Finance Academy also. Okay, got it. Great. Everything falls under the umbrella of finance. Uh, sir, um, at this point, you know, you said, uh, I'd like to bring in this question uh, from a teaching perspective. Uh, but before that, uh, you know, you've included your courses. Uh, sorry, you've expanded the number of courses that you're offering now by starting off with just CA Foundation and CA Intermediate. Now you're offering USCMA, CMA and a lot of other things that you said, and you've also gone off the finance thing and you've also gone to the periphery uh, by also addressing people who are already aligned their career towards finance. So you're uh, starting to help them from the grassroots level itself. Plus, you're also planning to go, go until, you know, PhD. Now, from a physical space point of view, you said you started off with two classrooms and one library. As that also expanded, have you moved on to a different place now, to a bigger place now? No, no. Uh, you know, the market changed here. You know, the uh, people were uh, uh, you know, asking me for in-campus classes. Right. So, uh, I, I really did not have to, you know, shift or expand my place. So, I'm going to, uh, I'm deputing my teachers uh, to different colleges and schools here. Where they, they where we have signed contracts. Got it, sir. And one more thing, so, sorry, uh, one more thing I need to add is that, uh, you know, I also, I'm also an authorized training partner of Tally Software. And okay. I'm, I'm training the uh, students on MS Office and okay. I'm planning to train uh, people on SAP also. Oh, great. Okay. Great. Um, sir, uh, now, you know, uh, you said there are people who come to your classrooms, plus now you are also catering to people who need in-campus. And I see the trajectory, you know, where you, you went from six to seven teachers or trainers to now about 20 to 30 of them. Now, as far as the revenue split is concerned, what is the split? Uh, how much revenue do you get from in-campus and what is the revenue that you get from your from your center? No, as of today, you see, it is actually uh, batch-wise, uh, Jack, you know, every six months and all. No, the current batch, you know, I have uh, 90% in campus. 90% in campus, only 10% come to your yeah. center. Okay, great. I'm sure this is more convenient to you, right? No, I, I don't make a choice yet. Uh, okay, I, I'm fine. I'm myself to whatever is need. Okay. No, what I meant when I, um, you know, uh, told you was now, are you focusing more on getting more colleges uh, contracted with you, you know, so that this is how you expand. But, um, okay, fine. So the awareness at that level itself is there now for you to go. But before you used to go to institutes correct. and then you used to go. So that's, so that's changed somewhat. Correct. Correct. Is that correct? correct. Okay, great. Sir, what about online? Is there a separate market for online? Of course, yes. Of course. 
but the uh, the point is that if if i say or uh, i have online classes there are so many players uh, you know i have uh, been inspired by many players in the indian market who right. were into teaching ca online right but they are all my big brothers but for my or uh, you know kind of people uh, online is uh, not giving them that confidence okay you know what my strategy is to uh, get into contracts with uh, educational institutions like schools and colleges okay and then uh, after some time because my teachers are uh, being well spread you know across the country and uh, in fact on the globe uh, other countries as well so i will have to necessarily make it uh, online to start with at least one or two subjects okay familiarize them with them with a mix of online and offline classes and then move on to a ready made course i don't want to do something which the other people are always doing already you know the self paced thing this that all this stuff right right, right. but then at the same time i, I cannot uh, be without them as well so I, right. you know i i mean this process of studying how to fix it to suit my context Got but world over the success rate for uh, online classes is uh, lower than uh, the success rate for direct classes traditional yeah, traditional way still remains there is one area where you know online classes could be of uh, used to be directly effective to be directly is that executive education we are into edu- executive education also we are going to sign up some co- big time contracts now there after that you know i'm going to have a feel of uh, how it goes and then we will be concentrating on developing a, a executive education center online you know that's a very safe market and uh, you know the maturity level of the students will be very high right and there uh, it will become uh, uh, imperative for them to go through this class positively because otherwise they will be denied their uh, promotions etc right 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 so with that uh, backing me up i can always venture uh, into uh, self paced programs or recorded classes or even live classes for them got it sir sir uh... coming back to in campus you're only covering your region hosur or you've also you know gone out of hosur or out of state as as of now I yeah i can say that you know i've gone out of state but you know the fact remains that i only 50 kilometers away from bangalore <laughs> i am uh, technically yeah, yeah technically yes and i'm an affiliate of at least two colleges there okay and other than that i've gone beyond uh, hosur also Also, uh, schools, Christian Grey schools, and uh, made some roadshows to schools uh, across Tamil Nadu. You Great. know, they they are uh, a different profile. The students' profile, the men's, you know, they they're a bit different. They're still still scared. Uh, I think you know, if I were to uh, remove their scare uh, in one go, I would have to hire Rajinikanth. <laughs> okay. sir from whatever uh, you shared with me i can uh, clearly see that you know it's mostly traditional way of coaching that's going on teachers are going in campus 90% you know you're teaching classroom style and all those things do you have any plans of creating content like videos self paced courses do you have any plans if you do have plans why do you have those plans considering that 
self-paced courses are not anyways working. See, I'll tell you what, I, I, I will not say that self-paced courses are working. It doesn't so the people are not at mature to make use of it. And uh, like I said, the profile of the students from the executive education segment suits very well. You are, you and I can, uh, will be serious to take a, a course on Udemy, right? right. Or Coursera. Uh, or something like that. No, we, we will be, you know, all those, I'm damn sure of all those married guys who will go for uh, self-paced uh, courses. They don't want to. They want to uh, not only work from home, but also learn from home. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, the, the majority of my students are children of uh, doing their first year, second year, high secondary. So they normally they will be they are choosing to see Nayantara and their mobiles than my classes, right? Okay, right. and they will be interested uh, in uh, Vigneshivan's affairs than uh, the current affairs. <laughs> okay, so right. I will have to entice them, and uh, this is possible only if I am there in front of them. <laughs> so, like I said earlier, then I am only you know. Uh, Planning. In fact, I hired some people to frame a syllabus for my online thing only. The methodology will differ for sure mm -hmm. because you know, given the profile of the students from this place, like I said, no, uh, how can I, uh, you know, sell a recorded classes and work on correcting their attitude? Okay, right. so uh, there are some challenges like that. And um, certainly, I said, you know, it's not a thing that you, you can do away with. Uh, in my view, it takes time. Got it, sir. I mean, uh, you don't have to go too deep. Uh, just from a high level, what are the, you know, major differences that needs to happen uh, in self-paced courses as compared to face-to-face -to -face teaching? Uh, for example, do you think, you know, we need to introduce some humor or um, I don't know. I mean, is that the kind of changes that you're looking to do or what is, if not, what are the other sorts of changes in terms of the methodology of teaching? No, in my, if you ask me, I'm, I'm still working on my pedagogy for online. Okay. The self-paced uh, course. Yeah. Uh, I, I myself, I would like to get some clarity. My teaching is a bit niche. So, uh, you know, how right. do I... But whereas, you know, if you, if you ask me, you know, if I'm a CBSC teacher and I need to teach uh, physics or trigonometry, uh, uh, etc., then I can always do a lot of visuals like, you know, what is available in the market. It's a bit difficult for me to do that, to adapt this to my subjects. Yeah. So if you ask me the for the success point of uh, self-paced course for CA education, then you'll... Uh, Obviously, you know, you need to have a lot of visuals. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, there has to be a proper mix of live, at least live and uh, self-paced course. Right. Yeah. Got it. Uh, for I some more time, I think this will do. Makes sense. Sir, uh, a while ago, uh, you spoke about, you know, there's this software company or many software companies, you know, they're not relying... Uh, on hiring from institutions or some, you know, proper traditional places. And then, you know, they're just uh, training, they're just picking up uh, people who finished at plus two. And then, you know, they're training and they're taking them, right? Now, uh, let's say, now, 
okay, first of all, that is a different domain altogether. That's the domain of the software. Now, do you see that happening in this domain of commerce and finance also? See, the professional courses are designed, even in India, not, not now really also, that they can be taken up after that world standard. So, which means if they have to prepare, hit it in their first go, uh, they will have to start preparing this from at least one year earlier. So, from their 11th standard, they, are there, they can st study. If you take up international courses like NCCA, they do have a program for students of 11th standard itself. Okay. So, all my big brothers have the trust in my, uh, in the 11th standard students, so why not? Why not me? Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'll have to get back to the question again. No, I meant, uh, you know, how software companies are directly going to 12th standard yeah. students, taking them, training Got them, it. and then deploying them in the Got projects. It. Can that be done? Got it. Got it. Yes. I myself have placed... One of my students who did not do her graduation but finished a CA, okay. her father is a, a CNC lathe operator, I mean, a subcontractor kind of, and mother is a government school teacher. And now wow. I've placed her in a, a multinational company. They, they come oh, here, okay. the company is uh, manufacturing Citroen cars. She's no more with that company now, she got married and moved away. But you know, imagine uh, you know the transformation happened in her case. Yeah, and she did not so, do her graduation. Uh, need not. So the CA certificate is completely different from the degree certificate. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, CA. Once you become a CA, you are considered as per the directives of UGC that you are a uh, you have done something equivalent to master's program. Oh, like uh, twelve plus four, sixteen years yeah. of. So it is, uh, it, it is considered equivalent to a master's income, something like that. So that is one thing which is uh, not even reached many of the students here. So, uh, but even otherwise also, uh, you know, the mere tagline that I'm a chartered accountant will make you uh, take up any job. It is only the prerogative, in fact, for the same person, same student or a big company to whom originally I sent this girl as a candidate. Rejected because they did not, uh, she did not have, have become degree. I said, don't worry, the market is already hiring. And then eventually she landed up in this company, the car manufacturing company. And she was able to grow up uh, to some extent there. Okay, got it. Um, so, but uh, the majority of students, uh, traditionally what they do is those who are aspiring to become CAs, they still do their degrees. So they consider the degree as to do some sort of a backup because CA uh, passing percentage is very minuscule. That's yeah. the reason. Yeah. So this is where now I'm playing um, uh, another role. I, I make okay. them, uh, you know, uh, take up uh, risk or be aggressive in their lives. All those students who have some academic record of that cut off percentage. I put, put them only for, I, I recommend only for uh, CA. But if I get any average student, uh, then I will uh, suggest them to do degree parallelly. Okay, I, you, uh, but I run a risk of losing my CA student in that case. Because you know what, CA, if they fail, 
they will always think that okay we will uh, see that later on and we will finish that they will uh, finish this beak off so they will uh, naturally go with the um, uh, comfort uh, course whatever is comfortable to them they will eventually not run up as cas as well okay so i run the risk but still i suggest you know at least to uh, consider in the case of the boy or girl i will not give them life i am not doing a, you know we are teaching center trainer so i i i somehow feel that maybe i'm a bit foolish i somehow feel that i am responsible for many lives and therefore i recommend uh, you know uh, uh, degrees for such class of students who have no attitude yeah. who are not aggressive who are scared and who are average marks etc and those people they do and they take time to finish uh, ca because you no know, ca is structured like that right right sir um now especially after you brought up the topic of in campus training that's happening i want to ask you a question this is related to so many things right the to 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 all the aspiring finance related educators out there you know who might want to set up something now there used to be a time when a certain percentage of people who were doing their bcom used to do ca foundation and articleship and all those things but now when you say there is an in campus need that means anybody who is doing bcom is giving it a shot at ca am i correct most of them the numbers have increased so, largely so in campus means uh, i am talking about the schools also even in the plus one plus two we have some products okay. where you know i, I can teach okay. uh, start teaching them uh, ca Got it. Even when they are doing their first year uh, high secondary. Got it. So that's what's it. So for those who are teaching uh, CA related uh, subjects or CA related, you know, whatever it is that surrounds CA, the student acquisition now completely there is a shift because before privately you used to have students come and join your academies or whoever are doing this, but now you are tying up with the colleges and schools. now that route is slowly coming down and this is the more scalable approach is that correct i would say so yes because you know the uh, the diffidence factor plays a role right people people uh, they uh, people are still scared that what if, what will happen if i don't uh, pass ca foundation now so i will go for college okay so i am chasing them got it sir so okay uh, now uh, here's another question uh, surrounding this uh, you know in campus training because uh, it is not directly under your control you need to approach schools colleges and all those things and for all those people who are listening to this and you know the trend is changing wherein you know it is going from a point where you used to advertise directly to public get students to join your academy but now when the college itself is offering or school itself is offering why would people want to come and join private academy so you're forced to go and approach uh, institutions so what are schools looking for uh, what would you like to say to people who are listening how to win such contracts what is the key here while you approach schools for partnerships no for schools it is a uh, differentiator you know the uh, nowadays uh, you have been seeing for quite some time that every school advertises that they do classes for neat and jee etc right right from the eighth standard itself or something yes, like i don't that. i don't torture kids from the eighth standard but uh, <laughs> you know uh, when it comes to uh, 
plus one plus two level or it's, it is safe to start it's very good enough to start it uh, you know i i will have to not only the numbers i will have to uh, you know put their put them in their heads but also i will have to build the resilience into their wheels okay so it will get, it will also give me some time for them one so on the school side uh, it is a key differentiator for them for the schools yes. okay for the school and for me also it, it will be a good opener uh, for my online uh, so what will happen if i have if i am having uh, some remote uh, you know colleges to right. whose students i will have to teach yeah so uh, there will be some point of time when i have to start doing all these things and about weekly classes from my center right got it sir now um, see uh, going back a few years uh, ca was probably you know of course few people you know in the family if they were cas they'll have guidance they would have started off in their plus 1 plus 2 and all those things and people first generation ca uh, pursuing people would have started in their bcom now it is coming down to plus 1 plus 2 as you said neat je is coming down to 8 standard now uh, how do we look at this do we look at this as uh, the education system finally catching up uh, do we look at this uh, as a education system finally catching up with what is going to work for students in life and they are tweaking the curriculum from the start itself or uh, are students being taken away that natural flow of education that happens in their young life and they are already being pressured from a very young age how do you see this i don't think uh, there's any pressure what is that Uh, if pressure is in the schools, uh, you know, if you if you think if you say CA is uh, giving them pressure, I would say colleges are giving them pleasures. I don't know what is there <laughs> in smoking and flirting all the stuff. Yeah, I I don't think uh, you know these days, uh, you know, people. Uh, what is there to cherish about you know uh, you know conducting cultures etc. But whereas I am offering the same thing with some high standard in my center, you know, there there is always some projects or some some shows or events. In fact, one of the events uh, at a different level, uh, Mr. Neeraj, your uh, co-founder, I don't know his designation, also has attended. He had spoken in that uh, gathering. Yeah, so I, I I don't buy that idea. Probably I passed my college this, so uh, I keep this answer only for. Elite questioners like you. <laughs> okay, sir. Now, um, you know, uh, from what you uh, shared so far, you said that you know you kind of uh, uh, for you in twenty fifteen itself, when you had only ten students come and approach you for your classes, you got the rest of the people by creating awareness in schools. which gave you an opportunity to go and build a rapport with the school people and build connections referrals network on all those things so you probably you know when now you need to go and do an in campus thing it may not be a very difficult thing for you uh, probably for you whatever you did in the past it's helping you get these contracts easily or you know tie up with schools and institutes please correct me if i'm wrong but to people out there you know who may not have done all these things you know who are probably not great salesmen or you know who are not great at communicating with people building relationships who are only good at ca and who can only teach how do these people tackle this situation of going and tying up with educational institutions uh, 
um you know are now uh, schools uh, you know directly going and hiring uh, people who just passed ca or are they open to people being approaching them do they choose or is it happening in a rotation policy or how is it going on sir in schools and institutes right now no i'm not clear you are talking about those cas who want to teach how do they face this yeah. sense, no? okay let them tie up with yes, me yes 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 <laughs> okay great but you know generally for entrepreneurs you know who are looking to go crack a contract with a educational institute or a school what is what do the schools or the educational institutes look uh, for people who are approaching them like this you know what are the things that need to, they 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 need to take care of before they go and approach schools and institutes for such see, a see the one thing which the schools expect uh, from people like me is that they should uh, we should show results Okay, right. So, which is quite not possible. You know, with about ten percent result in a, any batch being assured. Okay, it vary from zero to ten. Somebody says the ten percent result has been given, then I would salute them, even though it remains a fact that I have done a hundred percent in some of the batches. But it is still a challenge because the country average is twenty-five or twenty-four. So, you mean to say, if there are hundred people from India taking the CA exam, only twenty-five people yes. pass? Seventy-five people do not. Yes, for various reasons. I am not saying that the uh, these twenty-five are uh, the only bunch of good uh, students. Out of the seventy-five, right. there are uh, people. Uh, people they failed more because uh, of uh, fear. Mm. You see, we. I am converting. I have put up a process and I have uh, hired people to do this exactly this conversion of the seventy-five into, uh, and, and then add them to this twenty-five. So my my scope of work is a bit large. I'm going. I'm reaching out to their parents and then tell them. In fact, I've fallen at the feet of one of the parents who, uh, you know, decided to put her into a Tata company for a job. Put her daughter who was studying with me halfway through when the when she's when she has to write uh, her intermediate exam. After so much of work, right. uh, her father said, "No, no, I am into debt. So you go and go to a company, Tata Company, here, join them, and give me fifteen thousand per month." Okay. So it so happened, and then I went and talked to the parents. I tried to convince them. I even did some drama of falling at their feet. Nothing worked. Okay. So uh, this is one. See, one is uh, the indifference from the parents. So most of the schools. they wanted to show they want to advertise that they are uh, different from the others in at least in that region and for that they will start off what they will look at you is to give them the results second uh, continuity in your uh, uh, delivery okay and third they, of course the quality of it they they most of them won't be able to judge your quality but at least you know the intuition will never will always help them you know people are mature enough to assess a person so uh, you know if you are uh, uh, are you a good communicator i won't say not all cas are good communicators or uh, like you know you cannot say that all good communicators are good cas good cas so uh, it is only a matter of one, one is that your commitment the uh, methodology and uh, you know the quality of uh, Uh, teachers, yeah, right. This is what they say. 
And plus, of course, the results. But if you are sure of all these uh, first three things, then uh, the result will be a result. Okay. So, in my case, you know what? Uh, you know, since I have already strategically planned to hire only CAs even for doing this, I have gone. Uh, I have done this even before uh, income tax requirements have come surfaced and all. Um, okay. And you know, one more thing which I mean, uh, wanted to tell you is that I am working not only the uh, transformation of students, but also transformation of my teachers. Okay. Yeah, uh, I want them to uh, compulsorily, uh, I have a separate yoga program for them and then uh, MDP, like faculty development programs for them, you know, uh, and then uh, I have a separate library for them. I insist that every teacher has to uh, uh, write a book on the subjects they are teaching. They are just teachers. They are. They are not. Uh, you know. You know. They are not even. Uh, some of them are not even thinkers. You know. Like you know, I have made them write books and I have published them. And uh, some of the teachers I am supporting them for doing their uh, MPhils and PhDs. So I'm investing, you know, in the expectation that at least not, if not to me, but to the students at least, you know, they will do a quality job. Well, got it, sir. Great. Sir, um, do you foresee at some point, right? Now, uh, you know, we've moved from a point where students used to go for private uh, centers to get CA coaching. Now there is in-campus happening. In the future, do you see that schools are going to directly hire teachers to train students in CA foundation intermediate do they are, are you know are they going to hire in their payroll itself and will there be a threat for private educators like no you? I don't think so everybody will have their rice written uh, their names written on the rice the uh, you know, there will be a change uh, like you know when I started my private center uh, you know uh, the system changed I will have right. to adapt it and there will be a way for me to adapt it also how I foresee uh, this is that, you know, definitely there are cases where uh, schools have started. They have brought me and uh, hired some other practicing chartered accountants, but they could not make it. Okay. And uh, the, that school did not want to give up on the uh, initiative and they uh, engaged their own teachers mm -hmm. to train their students. Okay, in, the, in CA. Well, that again, okay. like I said, you know, a CA cannot be a good teacher or you know, a teacher cannot be a good CA. So, uh, that is why, you know, I insist in my uh, teaching method, uh, you know, I follow a two-layer uh, uh, teaching uh, fraternity or faculty, two-layer faculty system. Like, you know, right. uh, the lecture content, etc. would be given by the CAs. And the daily doses of, uh, you know, uh, practice, doubts, clarifications, etc. will be handled by the uh, teachers who normally, you know, teach uh, high secondary level. So, uh, it, the, the teachers know the psychology of the students. Right. CNO, finance and how to do, uh, how to tell that, etc. Right. As long as Got this it. is going to be like this. No school can be a competitor to Okay. And uh, that too, schools can come only up to foundation level. Mm. 
and you are not you are not a ca just because you are fa fast in foundation right that's right, right no there is always a patch of grass for me got it sir that was clear your answer was pretty clear sir um now you know we spoke uh, in depth about you know how this in campus partnerships are happening and the, that's the way you're primarily teaching a lot of students now uh coming back to your private uh, te- you know private teaching where students come to your academy die you know straight away without you tying up with schools uh what is the kind of marketing that you do do you even put an effort there or is it already a word of mouth and referrals how is it going on on that side you know the mix of everything you know you can see me uh, see uh, see me inside the newspapers frequently okay uh, in okay. fact uh, you know you know have you ever driven on the highways uh, from city to city kind of do you, do you have that experience so on the way if you see on the village side uh, you know recently i went to e road uh, via krishnagiri acha acha so you went to collect the money distributed by many okay so on the way you can see many walls of homes you know like uh, ram vertical this that yes yes yes, uh, yes. like that you know some houses have uh, even painted my institutions i have gone to that level i have given banners etc i have done local tv shows also tv as part of your marketing initiatives uh yes great okay okay the only thing is that i always involve the teachers uh, fraternity of all uh, uh, teachers of the all the local uh, schools here so who would not like to see their face on the tv okay so that is an opportunity yeah. for them like you are giving me now Okay, sir. I mean, that's a different topic. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on this. I'm just going to take this, you know. Yeah. Okay. Humor. But uh, but this is great because you know this is a very insightful thing, especially for people who may not be in major cities. You know, who might be in smaller cities or upcoming cities. It is a great thing for you to go to the periphery of your town and then you know engage in marketing activities just like what you did, coming on TV and you know coming on newspaper. and uh, painting on these uh, the walls of the houses that are on the highways and stuff like that it gives a lot of visibility and stuff great but uh, what about social media sir do you also uh, actively spend uh, money on social media marketing i've spent a little and burnt so now i'm sitting you know uh, you know going back and studying this and i'm going to come back to that you cannot be uh, doing away with that so right so mom is a thing uh, you know order of the day so i will have to do that uh, very money uh, uh, very little money left with me so i'll have to be very cautious great but uh, one thing what i understood is you definitely uh, do believe in marketing and um, you know you yeah from whatever you said so far you know uh, that is great to know and uh, some of the things that i've uh, heard today from you i've never heard it from anybody else um, maybe the reasons will be different but i'm glad uh, this is a topic that i'm talking with you and you know i'm glad that people are listening to these kind of things also and they can give it a try even people in cities they can go and give it a shot probably there are local cable tvs and all those things visibility is visibility at the end of the day yeah so I, now, I, in fact i was a bit challenged to attempt 
I went and met one, uh, you know, government initiative in this regard, but I was not successful. I wanted to uh, use their TV and, uh, you know, get an exclusive slot for my classes. I was trying to reach out to Tata Sky. I failed in that, but not failed means I have not focused it now and dropped an idea. Mm. But I find that uh, there is a channel in Tata Sky, the Tata Sky classroom itself. My name, right. every channel has that. I wanted to do that, and if I'm not okay. successful, I had a backup plan of going through the local cable TV channels here. Okay. Yeah. Did you did you uh, no, make no, any attempts no, uh, in that no. direction? By the time I had this idea, uh, this this set up box thing uh, happened, so you know I could not. The local TV channels are not that enticing. Okay, sir. Got it. Sir, uh, now I'm going to, you know, uh, touch upon some of your um, numbers and stuff like that. Let's see, you know, what we can bring out. But, I mean, I'm not going to go and, you know, it's not like... But from what you said so far, I realized that you spent quite some money in your infrastructure as well you know you you spoke about having pantry you spoke about having very good uh, classrooms and facilities and then as we spoke you also told that you not only teach what you uh, what's your domain you know it's just finance academy but then you're also teaching students english yoga and a lot of other curricular activities you know extracurricular activities plus for your faculty you have a lot of programs i wonder um, after doing all this, are you still profitable? No. no. You're not? No. I'm doing it in a small uh, scale. See, all these ventures are normally, uh, they're on uh, normal things for a uh, biggies. But all the biggies right. in this domain now are bleeding. They're not successful. Right. See, uh, all those who are successful, uh, they will have to pay through their nose to the faculties. And, uh, you know, they will always hire uh, some school classrooms, etc. But now I create, give them an ambience of, a, you know, elite college or elite school. And right. uh, obviously, you know, with the same numbers uh, coming up from any type 2 or type 3 schools, it won't make it. But remember, uh, you know, these are all seeds I am sowing now. Okay. I will take some time. I will definitely be profitable. I will take some time. But I don't think for that matter, uh, you know, anybody is doing the great now. Any any educational institution, they're all bleeding. Okay. At least I'm happy. Okay. You have not been profitable in, in your last eight years? Of yeah, there were a couple of years uh, before Corona came in. Okay. After that, you know, things have changed and uh, you know, uh, people uh, saw me after two, three years and I had to remind uh, uh, them who I was. Uh, kind of a thing. Hmm? Uh, so it has its hmm. difficulties. I need to pick it, pick up. <coughs> very sorry, I'm very bluntly so, saying the truth. Oh no, 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 not at all. I mean, these are the kind of truths I think uh, this conversation, you know, uh, aims to at least bring out for all the people who would have been listening and who would have thought you're profitable. It might be a bit of a downer for them at this point. No, that that uh, is that is also... because of the volumes. I need to see the volumes. You you see for. Uh, you know, uh, before a manufacturing company, uh, when it starts, it will be ready and it will spend all its money on uh, its factory, machines, technology, all the stuff. 
and then it will take a, a year or two for them to make money okay definitely so that year or two is uh, yet to come to me. before corona i was uh, for whatever i am doing i was profitable got it sir um now i i i think this is very important at least you know for people who are like listening what you know how do you how have you managed to stay afloat despite for the majority of your journey being not profitable and you know what are the before entering into such businesses what should or you know what should people uh, ensure to do so that you know they remain afloat because they need to live to see that day of profit right that itself is is a challenging thing so how do they ensure that see the reason for me uh, I, when i'm saying uh, i'm not profitable now i'm i'm saying uh, i'm not saying that i'm red okay so i am not enough profitable enough that's what i meant okay there is okay, okay. there is scope for uh, people uh, to make money the reason for me not being that profitable that quickly is because i as i explained you i'm working i've chosen deliberately because of my uh, values reasons chosen to work only on tier 2 tier 3 cities so but i would suggest uh, anybody who is venturing into this uh, to have a center or two um, in uh, areas where they can see some money first okay right. that is a different financial strategy i can always help them out and build them separately got it and uh, in the 8 years uh, you've traveled your revenues have always been in the rise yeah except for those corona factors corona years corona years so usually sir the trend that i've uh, seen uh, with people who've been running educational academies during that period of the lockdown and the pandemic they have seen an upsurge of online training and online students enrollment and all those things uh, what was it for you know what was it like for you you know i had uh, i had to continue one existing batch uh, during the corona period for one year and in the second year i i started one uh, i had to shift one direct class into uh, online class with right okay. there are two batches i had success in the first case where i had uh, taught uh, most of the subjects uh, in my direct classes it's only a patch up class okay. that time so that was a bit successful okay yeah and uh, the other one was a flop because you know uh, for for the first time they are getting into online education even for that class online right and uh, you yeah. know this being a very uh, niche subjects it was very difficult and uh, you know what you know you must have experienced this also most of the cameras would have been shut during the class time right right yeah like you uh, usually ditch your boss they are uh, they were ditching my uh, my teachers right so uh, you know it, it it took me some time so the uh, now now they're back and the t- trend i feel is that they feel like coming to directly to classes only okay in a, in a couple of years from now i think even try to try they also will do this got it and uh, when it when it comes to pricing or the fees and all those things um how did you uh, arrive at whatever fees or whatever that you charge did you see your competitors 
did you see the national uh, players or did you see you know your region specific pricing is what you did no pricing is not something specific to uh, the region so okay. i think there are some players even in the metros who have come down on uh, who have come below my price levels the only thing is that i did not increase my prices whatever i was charging uh, as fees you know from the start i still do the same thing whereas uh, some of them have increased their prices for their direct classes some of them uh, you know who found it uh, not, not difficult they shifted to online classes and made money i didn't want to do that compromise uh, so i am stuck to this pricing and in fact you know for the eight years one good news is that you know uh, remember my average fees is 25000 and i have taught nearly 500 in in this eight okay. years and my bad debts right. is only about 40000 rupees sorry your bad name. debts the money which is okay. 40000 yeah that shows that no so the pricing there's nothing wrong with the pricing sir what is bad debt bad debts is something you know which uh, uh, as your student is supposed to pay the fees but uh, they are they are not paying it is it, it goes uncollected wow you know that's great yeah it, it is it is I something mean, which is uh, again a blessing for me surely because uh, no that not only says that your pricing is right but um, i think say for example this happens right in some academies what they do students uh, they join they're okay with the fees and all those things and they wouldn't pay the fees initially and there there would be academies that would be kind enough to let them attend the classes for 10 days the students mindset of the i'm one of them exactly exactly now after you doing that also out of now what we are talking about 500 students into 25000 is a crore under 25 lakhs out of which 40000 is bad debt is is a testament that you know nobody is coming if they would have come in with that mindset also they have carried on to continue and finish your course by paying the fees because a lot of academies see you know where students are not happy after a week and they would simply abscond without paying the fees right that's the time that they would take i'm sure bad debts in other places would be way higher than what you have so that is great yeah uh, because you know the one thing is the environment is enticing here there were people who always like to be in this center sir i think uh, this is a great point that you made to all the people who are listening one of the important points you made was of course uh, you know it's interesting that you brought up this point more than anything else that means i am assuming that you are saying look your quality of imparting knowledge has to be at a certain standard that's a given there's no compromise on it about that you also have to have your environment your infrastructure up to a certain standard where students like spending time there and not running away and going into their houses that could also be a factor i think that has been an important factor for you i think if uh, people who are listening especially who are running classroom trainings if you see if you if you are looking for something uh, that can you know enhance your student retention rate or your admissions rate i think your work on your infrastructure and probably you know add in some basic facilities like a pantry uh, for some coffee and snacks and stuff like that i think especially students who are in their teenage and early 20s i'm sure you know they'd all love this and that could also be a reason it 
it need not have to be the sole reason. I mean, in that case, you're failing in your business. But if that can kind of enhance uh, on top of your good quality education, if you can add that, I think it can be a huge thing. And that's what I'm uh, taking away from this conversation also. See, yeah. yes. See, what happens if somebody, you know, I do uh, get some parents who come here and negotiate with me. I said, I, I'm very sorry, I won't come down on request. You come and uh, see my uh, classes. Okay. And then uh, the second thing that they will ask me to do is, okay, why not about, why not a demo class? Hmm. I said, bullshit. I, I said this very same thing to them. Okay, so I may be collect. I'm, I may be sitting like this, and I will have an office people all the stuff to collect, right. and then I process accountant all the stuff. That doesn't mean that I'm a right. mentor. I am your guru. So somewhere I am able to impress upon the you know parents that I'm I, I'm not doing any business kind of a thing here. You have to come and pay the fees and then take the course. And trust me, right. like I'm trusting you. So uh, somewhere I know I'm able to drive the track. I've never come down on my prices. I, I, I will tell them point line that I can give you time. You know, you know I'm still taking up that risk on me. I, I, when I say that I'm giving you time. But touch wood, uh, all of them happen to be the serious uh, students. And, uh, you know, those uh, who have failed me on this 40,000 or about six students, uh, who are coming from Got very, very Got poor background. Because not, you must uh, remember, out of this 500 students I've taught them so far, um, you know this midday meal yes, scheme yes. in uh, Tamil Nadu schools, right? Uh, one of the cook's son okay. is an intermediate student with me. Hmm. I've given him free education only. Yeah? And one Purohit's daughter, uh, uh, his her father's uh, profession is only Purohita. Okay, Purohit's daughter is now an employee of Schneider. She was, uh, you know, uh, during her training, she was the auditor for uh, Chennai Airport, Bangalore Airport, Leela Palace, Seven Star Hotel, and things like that. Right. You know, uh, people are saying that. And I'm not doing a menial job. So they, uh, it has changed their lives. You know, so. I was able to influence that and that uh, probably, you know, made them believe and have that faith with me. And you know, you see many of the players in the market, they, uh, you know, uh, all the self-paced courses, they will say 10,000, then strike it off right. and offer it for 399. Uh, would you ever believe that? I don't believe anybody who's coming down on their prices. So, God, uh, it's a blessing that I didn't have any. I have never gotten into such kind of tricks to entice. Got it, sir. No, that's, that's, I think that's always been reflective of the way, you know, of whatever you've shared, all the things that you've shared has been reflective of that. Um, now, this also has its own uh, cons. You know, you're very clear about you want to do it in a certain way. And you might not have seen the kind of money that the others are seeing, but that's okay with you. And you are pretty confident that down the line, you're going to see that kind of money as well. But, uh, sir, uh, ha has there been a point, you know, when you've, be, when you've been in need of funds? And if yes, how, how have you managed to raise it? Angel fund. Right. That's what I was expecting. Okay. Angels. Angels in my family. Can, can, I, can I be uh, open with you, Jack? Yeah, sure, sir. Please. 
and the biggest source of uh, source for me was my wife who had to sell sell her jewels tamil sonana the only jewel that only nagesh has is her punnage so not i i believe that uh, it will not go waste and i will get back one day okay But just uh, when it just comes for the to... sake of the people who are listening who don't understand Tamil, I think this was pretty interesting and easy for me to translate. Nagai in Tamil means uh, jewelry, and punnagai. Uh, so punnagai means uh, delight smile, or smile. happiness. Smile. smile. Uh, but you know, uh, it doesn't mean the same. So what uh, Srinivasan was telling was that. Um, the only nagai, the only jewelry his wife is left with is the punnagai, is the smile, and not the jewelry nagai. So, which goes on to say that you know uh, that is how he's raised his funds. And uh, great, sir, got it. Um, sir, um, just you know, from a general entrepreneurship uh, perspective, some questions uh, for you, right? um you know about your journey what are the what are the ups and downs you know what are the most um low moments that have you know because entrepreneurs have to go through the moments which will be like really low depressing uh how did you you know what were those moments when were when were those and how did you manage to come out of it yeah i still remember when uh, in one of my earlier batches my first two batches were a failure total failure i See, I am a corporate guy, so taken to teaching first time. I have always tasted success in all my ventures. So now comes the fact that you know after two two batches are a total failure. I shut down. I did not uh, take my food. I was in fact I was in tears. And I it, it is then uh, you know uh, God sent me one of my friends who is into who is a great teacher, educationist, mm-hmm. and she came and told me that Raghun, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. You have you have done your job, and then you all that you have to see is to know okay uh, how to make a uh, click. You still have another attempt, and for me, you know, because of this emotional thing, people saw that I am taking pride in whatever I am doing. I am taking right. responsibility fully. So right. they all surrounded me. About sixteen of them promised me that they will clear, and eventually they worked so hard. You know, they took everything that it takes, and uh, in the next exam, uh, they all cleared. Wow. Okay. So when you said your first two batches were a flop, nobody cleared. That's what you. Nobody cleared. Nobody cleared. Nobody. And the same batch of students cleared it next. Yes. Next time. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. You know, normally they are they are called as repeaters right. batch, and uh, and that gave me an insight that every time I have a failed student, I will call upon uh, that student and talk to the uh, parent, etc., so that you know I'll give them some uh, reassurance, right, and teach them free of cost for the next attempt. Got it, sir. Sir, uh, a quick uh, backtracking uh, about teaching here. You know, you come from. Uh, you know, of course, your family's got all great teachers. That's what you said. But you yourself do not have any experience teaching, and no. you straight away after your corporate experience, you jumped into teaching. Now, as a teacher, what were the skills? You know, I mean, as a SME, it's one thing. But as a teacher, what were the skills that you found yourself lacking, and how did you, you know, make up for it? Did you even, or were you a natural? No, see, uh, uh, I think I must give uh, to the second aspect of it. It was natural for me to 
I, I, I love people, meeting people, I love talking to them, I love giving them. Right. Okay, stop. The, the other thing is that what, what I seriously lack in that is that if you ask me, uh, you know, I, I cannot, I don't have the patience to go through the latest question papers, the question paper pattern, uh, how they will ask questions, how to make all the stuff, nothing. I have no patience. So probably in I, I will make, may, uh, still have it done through my colleagues. But for me, I don't know this. I, I know how to present a concept. And right. I know how the students are uh, able to receive it or not. Or may, uh, I know how to make them receive it. That's the, right. That is what I'm doing. So right. what, uh, you know, people are fascinated about my class is that, you know, uh, for the same topic which uh, the schools take about uh, one month or two months to teach them. Right. I will teach the same thing in 15 minutes or 30 minutes. I'm very, oh. I'm very uh, you know, proud to say that. Okay. 15 minutes and of those who are into the field, they can uh, understand hmm. that uh, there is a topic called bank reconciliation statement, which normally, you know, either the school skips hmm. or even if they teach, they will take about a month or so. Wow. Okay. That I will, uh, you know, teach the students here uh, in about 15 to 30 minutes time. Okay. And they will not be able to believe it and that's uh, that's how they will come into my head. But if you ask me to sit through them, you know, take them uh, step by step, etc., which is the normal teacher's job. Right, right, right. So I'm neither a finance guy nor a teacher, so I'm somewhere in between. Right. But as an entrepreneur, I would engage uh, who are uh, good teachers and also who are uh, on one side and also who are professionals on the other side. I do a balance. Got it, sir. Got it. Great. And sir, as an academy, uh, do you have you ever had a sales team as such? No. I'm yet to grow into that. You have to grow there. Okay. But you think if you grow, you might need a sales team going ahead. Yes. In the academy side and the educational side, they you they'll usually be called as counselors. Yes. Right. Yes, right. yes. Yeah, I do some career counseling. In fact, some people uh, who uh, come to me for their marital counseling also, relationship counseling <laughs> also. So I come whatever uh, uh, I take whatever that comes in my way. Some help or somewhere, and uh, you know they will that will pay, help you pay, uh, you know uh, get paid later on. Got it, sir. I mean, you're always available. For people is how I take it, you know, in any way possible, if you can correct. help them. Correct, so, correct, correct, correct. So I, uh, I'm able to enjoy that. You know what? You know, yesterday I went to bury a friend, uh, and the one lady suddenly, you know, the, the fa her family was doing some rituals, right. and she suddenly turned to me and said, "Hi, Raghavan sir, how are you?" I said, okay. I, "I was a bit embarrassed." Uh, then she said, uh, "She's one of my students. She remembered me." And she left that uh, rituals half the way there. And she, okay. when she saw me in the same burial ground, uh, I went to the burial ground to see how they wanted me to help them, help that uh, thing repair. Okay. As a social cause, I wanted to study the situation there. Okay. So it happens like that. You know, I uh, gave her some marital counseling some, uh, some time ago and she remembered me. Got it. 
No, I was about to say that, you know, anything you do, you may not do it from a marketing point of view, but all these are connections at the end of the day and it helps you build a lasting impact or impression. It leaves a lasting impression on people who are taking from you. And, you know, it's a way that they remember, okay, you know what, Srinivasan, sir, he's also, he's doing this. But the point is not that, you know, do this expecting something. Do it, do it anyways. I mean, if something's uh, to come out of it, it might. Um, that's the thing. Sir, um, from, you know, taking your business, right, uh, Finance Academy, what is the most uh, significant risk that you see? And uh, is there any risk at all? If there is something, how are you overcoming it? The risk is always about the next batch. Right. Like, you know, today, you know, I gave a very successful uh, result in uh, January. Hmm. But for my next batch in May, there is no direct uh, students here. Right. That is the okay. thing. That, uh, normally, they will think. It is quite normal, like, you know, how many times you have gone to a particular doctor and after he suggests some surgery, etc. Thank you, doctor. You are like, my God, thanks a lot. And then the next thing we'll do is to go to another doctor for second opinion. <laughs> right, right. So I run that uh, same risk. Here. Okay. But you're pretty confident that it's going to happen when the time comes. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The first opinion doctor always gets his business. Okay, got it. Sir, and you said, you know, you've uh, taught 500 students so far. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that's not uh, that's not inclusive of the in-campus courses that you're doing. Does that include that also? Right, my in-campus uh, students are only now. Huh, in-campus students are only now. You know, yeah, it includes uh, that also. It includes that also. 500 includes. It includes that. Only this this batch, you know, they're going to write their exams okay. in okay. June. But uh, when you're working with institutes, you don't charge directly. It's a revenue sharing model that you work on, I believe, with the call with the institutes and the schools. No, actually, no. They uh, they uh, never. It didn't happen. That it was not revenue sharing. Okay. See. They they did this only because you know, they wanted to be different from other colleges. Got it, sir. Okay, sir. I will. I think um, all my questions. I think I'm done. I just have some some fun questions. If you know, uh, if there is anything that uh, would help people, it's not even fun. It's just you know your personal uh, uh, stuff that you would have done. Like say for example, what what would be the uh, three books that you would recommend uh, for anybody to read and why? Okay, oh, I, I am a lover of books. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Every I'm a big time uh, sponsor of the, the local book fair. And uh, every student, every year will get at least 10 books of their choice. You know? So I love these books. Uh, one book. Yeah, three. You want three books? Uh, okay. okay. Think and go rich by Napoleon Hill. That's the first book. Okay. Uh, that's a book that transformed me. Second book is uh, What to Say. Talk to yourself. Wow. When, okay. when you talk to yourself. Uh, this is something which I saw first time when I was doing my uh, okay. 10th or 11th standard okay. and I missed it. It's written by Shad Van Stetter, okay. okay. the PhD. Okay. Every book will tell you, you have to think positively, right. you have to think positively. 
But what do you mean by that? How do you think positively? This is the only book which I have come across in my life that explains how to think positively. Hmm. And incidentally, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, this is about, the thinking is about words. So, you know, normally um, <clears throat> we find the conversations will be like this. Enough um, or later, sir, right, later, right. sir. Something like that. Okay. And uh, every time you pick up, a, you start a conversation, the replies will uh, restrict you to from moving forward, or you will not get any clear, clear uh, sentences right. as a, a reply. So, in order to uh, avoid all these things and then you know help the uh, environment energetic, I always instruct my students and teachers. <coughs> To avoid three letters. And those three letters are but, you, uh, try. I will try. So, supposing Jack, uh, I want to meet you at uh, 2 o'clock. And if you say I will try to meet, uh, no, no, I won't take your answer. Okay. I, will run up, I will run away from you. You say that, uh, you know, Raghavan sir, the interview was very good, mm -hmm. but then I won't take it. Yeah, I know. But means whatever you said before will get negated. And then if mm. or all the stuff, right? Then we won't use. Even our servant <laughs> might also will not use these words. Great. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that negative words we are, we are removing from the system. That's another exercise which I personally teach all my students and stuff. Okay. This is, this is the one which uh, taught me that, uh, that. this is the one. Uh, and uh, in my college days, I, I wanted all, I always wanted to become a uh, advertisement guy. This guy is called David Ogilvy, the father of advertising. He has written this book. And this I first read when I was in my 10th standard for the nice uh, photographs of women, some women. Yeah. You know, this American women. But then, after my third time study, I discovered that there is some fantastic message in that. Like, if you have to uh, <clears throat> grow your organization, you have to hire people who are better than you. So, there, there is an illustration in this book. So, I always uh, tell the same thing. Now, you know what? Uh, all my teachers whom I have engaged are doctorates. And they are always better teachers at any point of time uh, compared to me. That's how I stand tall. Okay, so, yeah, and uh, these are the three books which I suggest. Of course, I have a long list, uh, but yeah, it's okay. Thank God that you restricted. I don't know, three. I'll tell you why uh, three. So, I was, uh, I was uh, having a conversation with another person yesterday. There was a podcast. His name is Naveen. He's only 24 years old. He's based in Bangalore. He teaches only... USA, uh, uh, USCMA to students and um, uh, he had attended uh, some courses um, uh, there is a platform and then there was a course that he attended and then one of the social media influencers they are told that you know three is a very uh, psychologically appealing number if you want to say something structure it as three not two not four not five but three uh, if somebody is asking you to justify something, tell them, you know what, here's why I do it. And here are three reasons. So something about that just stuck to me. I've not still, uh, you know, made a deep dive into it. 
But I thought, okay, fine, you know, let me apply this and see. And that's how I arrived at the number three. And uh... See, I, I, I'll tell you what, I, this could be the thing I'm able to relate it to. I'm a fan of, uh, I told you that I'm a fan yeah, of yeah, psychologists yeah. and psychiatric processes. Uh, there's one famous uh, psych- psychiatric uh, right. in a book written by Dr. Jose Silva, the Silva Mind Control Method. That's another, if you ask me for the Please, fourth so one, I would suggest that fourth one. Uh, Silva Mind, mind Control Technique. technique. Yeah, it will help you to figure out the, you know how how to get whatever you want, how to manifest your wishes, etc. Uh, there, uh, you know, the basic thing is that you will have to lie down and relax, and then go to a particular state of mind, which is called alpha state of mind, and then give a thought. Okay. Jack is going to love me. Yeah, so I don't have to do anything else. Automatically, I will behave in such right. a way that Jack will automatically love me. Yeah, you can try with your girlfriend if you want. Okay. So, this is something. And and that, uh, they will count from uh, some number to some number. It is always three when they say that you are now into your Mm. alpha state of mind. Okay. Interesting. So, that's how it could get that. I'm I'm not sure, but I'm just guessing. No, no, no. It's interesting, sir. This is how even I kind of think. But then, yeah, I'll also go and do some research on that and figure out what it is. It'll be interesting. And I'll share it with you also once I find out what is that. Yeah. But um, just to uh, sum it up for the listeners, the three books suggested by uh, Srinivasan are uh, Think and Grow Rich, How to Talk to Yourself, and uh, Ogilvy on Advertising. And the fourth book was uh, Silva Mind Control Techniques. Uh, Sir, one final question to conclude the show. Um, what is one question that you expected me to ask, but I could not, I did not, I could not, and how would you have answered that? Sir, can I join your course? <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> okay, sir, great. That was that was really nice. Uh, my 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 answer is yes. <laughs> fine, fine, great, sir. Um, it was an absolute pleasure. Uh, having you on the show it was lovely conversing with you uh, i'm i'm sure there is you know another part uh, that we can make and i'll get back to you for a part two i'd love to talk about a lot of other stuff probably we can have a podcast just on the book recommendations that you can give and little tidbits that you can give on each of those books it'll be wonderful um i'll be very happy to do that it's a pleasure sir it's an, it's an honor and a pleasure yeah This podcast is brought to you by Edison OS, a no-code edtech platform to operate an online education business. Knowledge entrepreneurs can use Edison OS to sell online courses from their own websites, manage online masterclasses, launch mobile learning apps, sell online practice tests for competitive exams, run online learning communities, digitizing their offline tutoring business, use it as a learning management system, and a lot more cases in the domain of knowledge commerce.